Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> you like look to the side and wrong. Like, am I doing this right? <laughs> Before you said hello. <laughs> I'm Steph. I'm Jackie. <laughs> and this is not, not proud of it. it. <clears throat> Beautiful. 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 You no, you are. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we always have a segment. I'm just diving in. Always having a segment on transgender stuff now, so let's just get to it. As of lately, yeah, we have been. What do you want to talk about now? <laughs> well, you just went to a show this weekend with the transgender singer. On Monday, I did, yeah. Or, yeah, that day. Uh-huh. How was that? It was good. My second time seeing her. She was very good. Um, Laura Jane Grace is who I saw. Yeah. You've talked about her on here before. Probably. Several times. Have I? Have I? <clears throat> um, I also wanted to bring up a few things that I've already shared with you, but I'll share with the people. Um, so, there's... I wish I could remember more of this, but there's... Um, <clears throat> I think we talked about it last week or the last time we recorded before that about studies that were done with like transgender pregnancies, like people who were transgender men who could still get pregnant because they had female genitalia and or female something happening inside. Yeah. So it's actually pretty surprising how many transgender men get pregnant each year um (laughs) but because of that i saw this thing that i shared with you that was like that's uh woke maternity information and it was health service told to say chest feeding and frontal birth rather than breast or vaginal so instead of breast milk it's just human milk or (laughs) or (laughs) Instead of a vaginal birth, it's a frontal birth. Sorry, but when you have breast cancer, even when you're a man, you still have breast cancer. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. And if you're birthing a child, your child is coming out your vaginal canal, regardless of what. Your frontal canal. No. <laughs> it's not coming out of a gigantic penis. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, It's getting out of hand. So it was just really, I thought, oh, and also saying pregnant people instead of a pregnant woman. I think chest feeding sounds like really creepy. Yeah, it's not called chest cancer, regardless of the gender. I know a man that had breast cancer and he's not like, I'm embarrassed to say I had breast cancer. But I think probably men would prefer that it wasn't called breast cancer and maybe like pectoral cancer or something. That breast is such a, it is a very, to me, a feminine term. Pat's not going to be like, oh, my breast hurt today if he like did chest day yesterday and he's sore. But it's called your, it's called your breast bone. Yeah. But, like, if a man's working his chest... I understand that, but you also say that. You say my chest is sore. You don't say my breast is sore. Because it's not your breast that's sore. It's your pec muscles. But you don't get (laughs) cancer in your pec muscles. I'm not, like, trying to defend this woke maternity talk because... (laughs) It sure seems like you are. (laughs) Necessary. I'm just, like, putting it out there so that there's, like, awareness... (laughs) I don't necessarily... It's not that I don't agree with it, but it'd be really difficult for me... Maybe if I was in that profession, I would be more sensitive to it and want to like, if somebody said, hey, can you call it chest feeding to me? Maybe then, but. Could you breastfeed if you did not have boobs? So. Like how would, if a, if a transgender 
woman who was a man. Yeah. I'm sorry, that would be a transgendered man. Well, trans- oh, because you became a man. Yeah, yeah. Don't get pregnant. Right, right, right. So you're a transgender man <clears throat> who still has a hoo ha and can get pregnant. So you're pregnant, but you got your breast cut off. Yeah. How? What is the baby latching on to? Just the nipple? I feel like that's maybe highly it unlikely. Would, maybe. It and would. how could they fill up with milk? Maybe they would fill up with... I mean, there's plenty of flat-chested people who get pregnant and then just have boobs all of a sudden. I know, but they still have more than... Sometimes, not really. Sometimes people just have, like, pretty much a nipple. And then... And you've seen them breastfeed? And then they get these, like, (laughs) C-cup boobs. C-cup. And then... I'm not kidding. I'm going to send you a mom I follow on Instagram who's, like, pretty much completely flat. She's had two kids, but she actually showed pictures of her boobs while she was breastfeeding her kids. And her boobs are gone now. Like, once you stop breastfeeding, A, it, you know, I talk about my sad sacks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't, they're not cute anymore, and they go away. I mean, when you're breastfeeding after your baby... Usually, they're just, like, gigantic. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if that happens. I don't know if that's what happens. But in this article, it said that one... It said that um, one respondent... I'm assuming this is a pregnant person. One respondent said their baby's tongue tie, a condition where the shape of a child's tongue makes it harder to breastfeed, was missed as a medical professional, assumed the patient could not produce milk. So um, I actually have a girlfriend whose son was tongue-tied and couldn't, they have trouble breastfeeding because- Bridget was tongue-tied. What? Bridget was tongue-tied. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think she still then, is. I don't think that goes away. Well, yeah, she had, a, they had surgery for him. I don't think Bridget did. Oh, really? They mm-hmm. like cut his tongue so it yeah. wasn't- because that's why so, she had to take speech classes all the time growing up. <clears throat> oh. Does it come with, like, a lisp? Not comes with, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You, you, get, you got yourself a child that is tongue-tied, <laughs> and that also comes with a lisp. <laughs> Gender to be determined. <laughs> oh, man. He, I think he comes with a list. <laughs> I identify as being tongue-tied. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Stop me. Try and stop me. But, so, that was... But why, I feel like if you, if a doctor thought that you weren't producing milk, I feel like it would be very obvious if you were. So I feel like there had to be some underlying conditions at play that the doctor said you weren't producing milk you can also produce a ton of milk and not have big boobs you can also have huge boobs and produce no milk i know but wouldn't the doctor have seen milk coming out of the nipple are we allowed to call them nipples or has that changed i the teat (laughs) you're you're yeah, what other name is it going to have? <laughs> I feel like a teat is more feminine than nipple. <laughs> Batman has nipples. Men get their nipples pierced, so. It's got to just be called a nipple. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the doctor would, like, squeeze the nip and make sure that milk was coming out before she was just like, you're not producing milk. That's not, nobody squeezes your nip. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Here, let me just see something. So then how can the doctor deem you as not having milk? Probably they just assumed a doctor is just like, you're a man. So when you get a breast, when you get a breastfeeding, a lactation consultant, if you will, Mm -hmm. you're telling me that that consultant never once squeezes your boobs to make sure that milk is coming out? Okay. Yeah, she did, but... So who's the liar now? Maybe this guy did. Maybe they didn't want their front bits touched. Well, then they shouldn't complain that the doctor could not make an accurate diagnosis. I don't know. I don't know. know. We're getting one side of the story here. I want to hear from the doctor. Can we bring the doctor out, please? Whoa. Yeah. And also something else I read, there was like an article about this British 
woman. She was like the first, well, not woman. I don't know. The first, and it was like a, a string of like identities, like queer, oh non-binary, African-American. It was like a string of identities. And then I was like, how can you be non-binary, but also queer? Yeah. I don't understand how you could not identify as a gender, but say, I'm gay. In my, I assume queer is gay. So Correct. if I identify as a woman and I like women, I'd consider myself queer. But if I identify as nothing, how can I really have a sexuality, I guess? Yeah, if you're, I agree. If you're not binary, how can you even have a sexuality? Oh, while we're speaking of non-binary... I don't know that we shared that Demi Lovato is now going by she, her, right? Oh, I, you know, I tried to read that whole article you sent me and it was just like, I get so fucking annoyed with her. I stopped reading it. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's the moral of the story. So she's no longer they, them. She is she, her. I just saw that people were like defending her because it's normal apparently for you to go back and forth. In your journey, you're always confused or something. (laughs) That's just not a good platform. Like, that's not a good argument, <laughs> I guess. I saw something really funny that when she started following Henry Cavill on her Cavill, who I'm just like, I love him. Yes. <clears throat> um, she started following him on Instagram like years ago, way long time ago. And then immediately posted like two super sexy pictures of herself. And it's like, I don't how, I think maybe... I don't know. I feel like that? she shouldn't have What was that? Sounds like there's a <laughs> wizard over there. <laughs> Pat, was that you? Did someone just cast a spell? <laughs> what was that? He refuses to answer. He was probably watching some weird wizard porn. <laughs> it sounded like the the um the castle level in Mario where that wizard's like throwing stuff at you <laughs> <clears throat> the little shapes um, and then you die yeah so i'm just annoyed with demi lovato i feel yeah. like i used to love her too and that's a real me bummer too i used to love her i think she has an amazing voice i felt so I bad sad that she, she was freaking overdose yeah. a few years ago and then she came back from Weird her overdose and was like and no response to her having an overdose. It's just like ever since she recovered from it, it's like been a whirlwind. Yeah. For her, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. It's been pretty wild. And then, also speaking about wild, um, well, I don't want to get into that right now. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm. But I would like to talk about them. Um. I also saw on this article about Apple, the company Apple is asking their employees to come back to the office three times a week. And let me see, employees organized under the newly formed group Apple Together petitioned the company on Friday in an open letter after the CEO, Tim Cook, told staffers they would need to work from the office, oh, I'm sorry, one day per week, starting on April 11th, two days per week after three weeks, and then three de- three days per week after May 23rd. They wrote that the decision to bring employees back to the office was not motivated by a need to com- commune, commune, commune in person, because that's what he stated to staff, but rather driven by companies quote unquote, fear of the future of work, fear of worker autonomy and fear of losing control. They basically said that ending work, working from home is racist. What? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Racist against who? Apple staff says forcing them back to the office will make the firm younger and whiter and more male dominated. What? Um, What? If you're not going to go back to work, yeah, you'll probably lose your job. That doesn't what? mean they're racist. I'm what? so this confused. This wasn't an option before. Who are they racist against? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't People know. are freaking nuts, dude. Nuts. I just couldn't believe when I saw this that, like, people, this is, I think, just, there's so many things, there's, like, so many strides that get, that happen for people of color, and I don't want to say, what's that term? Not people of color, but, yeah, people of color, not just black people, but, like, non-white people. I feel like there's a lot of strides <laughs> there is a that term happen. for that minorities yes that's what it is <laughs> that's not the term i'm looking for but what are you looking for um people of color it like <clears throat> includes other people <laughs> people of color and other people as well but as long as you're not white i forget and it, it's like a term that includes like asians and indigenous americans or i don't know what they're called americans indigenous people and <laughs> indigenous are they called indigenous <laughs> yeah i think so As, yeah native no i don't think you're allowed to say that <laughs> really <laughs> i don't know <laughs> native i mean they were here first <clears throat> they were this is whatever i'm not whatever sorry but <laughs> they it's were a term that includes whatever. everybody but so except like for white people it doesn't already. include everybody <laughs> I feel like there's strides for minorities and then shit like this happens where it's like there's such a big platform for racism right now that people are just like throwing that term around like this is racist if something happens they don't like 100 percent. and it's like you are so entitled and lucky to have kept your job and got to work from home right like what happened to people just being grateful (laughs) didn't get that opportunity Right. <clears throat> yeah. And sure, it probably did suck working from home and then, like, you're not social. That was the world. But it's like, you got your, you fucking work for Apple, okay? Well, and it's like, just go in. Like, who gives a shit? Like, what is it hurting to go to the office three days a week? I think it's yeah. great that I get to work from home two days a week. I'm super pumped about that. I don't. I only work from home one day a week, usually. But I like that I have the option to work from home two days a week. I personally like being Do in other office. people? Everyone everyone in the office, yeah. Two days? Mm-hmm. Is it any other day besides Friday? Correct. And they ask that it's not Monday, just because Mondays are usually pretty crazy because of us getting off early on Fridays. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So yeah, Apple's racist because they ask people to come back to the office. God for frickin' bed. God I just really cannot bed. believe that. And I'm trying to think, like, I don't feel like I'm... I mean, maybe I am missing it. I just think that's so silly. I just think it's so silly. How is going... I don't understand how going back into the office is going to make it a more male-driven company. What, only men want to go into the office? I don't know. Like, females are the only one bitching about it. Like, because that seems... <laughs> pretty on par but i can say that because i'm a female (laughs) can you i guess not i feel like attacked already by who by apple (laughs) apple oh my god um so yeah i could see it maybe being a young i could see it feeding into a younger crowd because if your workforce doesn't want to work Younger people don't really care about COVID, I feel like, is the thing. You said COVID's not really a thing there anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... What do you mean? Is it still here? Yes. But I mean, COVID pe- is still... People are still <laughs> getting infected by COVID. Yes. But it's like it doesn't even exist here. Nobody wears masks. There's no mandates anywhere. I mean, you Even on public anything. transportation? Our buses, I you still have to wear masks. I don't even know if we have public transportation here. <laughs> I've never seen a, like, bus here. Well, I know on the buses here, you have to wear masks still. And then for schools, they dropped the mask mandate for one day, and then they put it back in place. And I don't There's know. There's definitely no masks at schools here. Yeah, there are still masks at schools in Wisconsin. Right? Or is it just in Milwaukee? <laughs> masks in school. Is he okay? 
What's that? What's that? For Milwaukee, though? Or everywhere in Wisconsin? Yeah. And also, another thing that they took away is um, getting abortions. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> talk about that. That's just... <clears throat> Fucking so nuts. let's not let's stop worrying about who, where you can and can't wear a mask, and let's worry about the fact that women can get pregnant, and it doesn't matter how, why, who, what, where, when, and there's the nothing you can do about thing, it. thing, I mean, it's obviously been an issue for decades. I mean, for a very long time, abortion's been an issue, but now there's like more equality than there used to be so it's a bigger problem because women are like wait a second um but what really blew my mind was what you posted on instagram yesterday Mm -hmm. that you can go to jail you can it's a stronger penalty to abort your fetus if you were raped and don't want that baby you can get more jail time and be more severely punished than the person who raped you. Yes, that is I mean, true. that blew my mind. I know, me too. A girl that I, so I was on Instagram last night, and this girl that I went to high school with posted that, and I <laughs> replied to her story, and I said, is this shit for real? And she was like, yeah, and then she like sent me a bunch of articles on it, and I was like, that is ridiculous. So... Yeah, apparently they're trying to make it to where if you get an abortion once they're illegal, then yeah, you're straight up charged with like murdering somebody. I am in a state that is like no abortions at all. I Right now, currently? No, if Roe v. Wade gets overturned. Oh, right. So is Wisconsin. Um, so I think the closest state is Virginia. I'm happy to see Colorado is like a safe state. But what's scary, what's scariest for, what's so scary is that it's like any abortion, not just like if you don't want the baby, it's like if this baby is going to kill Kill you, you you still can't abort it. Right. And that just is fucking nuts. Right. Yeah. So how are you not, I know I watched this stupid freaking guy talking in the courtroom thing. And they were like, if you, you know, he was bitching that it said you could get an abortion if you have like an ectopic or whatever that's called where the baby's like growing in your fallopian tube or whatever. Ectopic. Yeah. And he was like, I don't understand why this would be in here. Like there are, you know, people on this earth that survived and had kids that were in ectopic pregnancy. So now you're saying that because it might be at risk, you, it's okay to just, you know, kill that person. And it's like, dude. First of all, you're a fucking dude, so shut the hell up. And second of all, so you're saying it's okay to risk this woman's life because this baby may or may not survive? Get effed, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Or if, if, like, I have had four miscarriages, and one of them did not come out on its own. I had to take medicine. It was already... This meeting will end. What is this? What is that? So one of them did not come out on its own. And I had to take medicine. Granted, this... I was... I found out at like 11 weeks. And the baby stopped growing at 7 weeks. So it had been in there a while. And it wasn't going to come out. So I could have either had surgery... Or I took pills that like flushed told, it out, which is weird. There are pills that were used to be for ulcers. Like you would take these pills if you had an ulcer, but that's what they use to abort babies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what you would take, like <clears throat> if your baby was alive too. I don't know. I do know but... somebody who had an abortion where they took pills like that, and their mm-hmm. baby was alive, and they took pills, and then they it kind of just like came out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same pills, though. Right, right. But it took, like, three weeks after the pills for this process to happen. And it's just, like, I don't know. If that would be considered an abortion? Probably it would. I would assume not. If there's not a heartbeat, I would think it's not considered. Well, I don't know. When I had my first miscarriage, it was in early 
December. And then I had my like, annual physical with my PCP at the end of December. And he, he was like, I see in your chart that you had an abortion. And I was like, no, I miscarried. And he was like, oh, it's the same thing. Which was like super, super, super fucked up because I was like still grieving that loss. And it's like a very painful thing to go through. And he just like, I was just kind of like dumbfounded. I didn't even say anything. And that's unlike me to not comment on somebody saying that because he was just like, oh, it's the same thing. That is outrageous. I know. I know. It is. It's. it's What a fuck nut. <laughs> I couldn't even, like, I was, like... When someone says something that's just, like, so offensive that you can't even process, like, what the hell is happening. I, like, slowly walked out. I was, like, in a daze, like, slowly walked out of the office, and I was just, like, what just happened? I remember I called Frazier and told him immediately. Unreal. It was unreal. Wow. But, so, I wonder, like, that probably... Maybe... My, because the fetus had been in there for like four weeks when I found out that it had stopped growing. I don't know if it ever would have come out on its own. I don't yeah. know what health factors, what <clears throat> risks I would have faced if I wasn't allowed. Like, it also says that if you find out that your baby has is not growing life sustaining organs, you still have to give birth to that baby. So you're literally giving birth, you know that you're giving birth to a kid that is not going to be able to survive once he's out of your, or he or she, they, are out of your body, and you're not allowed to do anything about it. You, what? Yeah, it's super fucked up. If you want to limit them. I am all about limiting how many you can get. That's disgusting that they should even have to put that in place, but I think that they should. (laughs) Yeah, if you're just, like, getting an abortion every year. Yeah. But I think that there should be a lot of help, resources. Birth control should be free if you're not going to let people get... And so should freaking... So should welfare, then. Then you should... I shouldn't have to qualify for anything for you to pay for my child if you're not going... If you're going to force me to have this kid, then you can help me pay for it. Regardless of how much money I make. If we're going to go... If we're going to do this, we should go all in. And I saw somebody posting, like, you should be allowed to collect child support as soon as you get pregnant then. Like, as soon yeah. as there's a heartbeat, you should be allowed to collect child support. And what are they going to do? Are they going to throw someone in jail for neglect if you are a man who gets a woman pregnant and doesn't pay for their child support? Like, they have to better track that to make sure that people are paying for kids then. Because the woman's going to be stuck with the child, but the man won't be. Yeah. But like, what happens to drug addicts who, like, overdose and their babies die and... They die. <laughs> what do you mean? But, that, but you can overdose and survive. What if you overdose, your baby dies, and you survive? Are you considered... You murdered your baby? Because I feel like more people are going to, like, maybe try... To kill their children. drugs or, like, drink heavily. Absolutely. To, you know. Yeah. But then if you drink a lot, I mean, I'm not trying to give anybody ideas. I'm just saying, I think. I don't think anyone's listening to this podcast trying to get a figure out how to like. I know, I know. But it's just like, I think as many people think there's just going to be a lot of unsafe practices. Back alley abortions. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like dirty dancing all over the place. She had an abortion. That's why baby had to step in. Because Penny got knocked up by Robbie the Creep. But she didn't have an abortion, did she? Penny did, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they were all, like, sad in the bunkhouse or something. Yeah, and the cousins, like, he showed up with a dirty knife and a folding table. What? Yeah. That movie is I've only seen that movie once, and I saw it in the last, like, five years. But I don't remember it. Well, that's how it all, that's what it is all based around is Penny being pregnant and trying to get a smorsion and baby filling in so that Johnny will still get paid for like doing the pachanga or whatever. (laughs) Okay. Call me back. All right. Bye. Bye. So sorry about that. Zoom sucks. So we're going to have to find a new platform to record on. Before, though. But la- yesterday or last week when we finished, it automatically upgraded my Zoom. So I bet you I like somehow got 
bamboozled into some weird new dumb thing where they're gonna make me pay for it. Hmm. Ah. What's happening to you? She like swims all the way down, all the way as low as it goes. Like out of your frontal. <laughs> out of my frontal bits. <laughs> She, I honestly, I never felt pregnant when I was pregnant with Everly. I never felt like heavy until like the last two weeks. Cause I worked out. I was pretty fit. I worked out, did CrossFit until I was seven months pregnant. I was fit when I got pregnant. I was not fit when I got pregnant this time. And my stomach, I'm almost six months pregnant and I just feel heavy. Like, like I feel like I could lift up my stomach and it's like feels such relief. Get one of those like stomach bands that like pick it I up. Know. But I feel like <clears throat> the baby just like gets all swims as low as she can go and then like tries to poke her fucking head out. Yeah. But, um, um So while so, we're talking about women's bodies being destroyed or possibly killed for a fetus's life. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about this man who had a penis on his arm? He's <laughs> gonna <laughs> He was next. <laughs> All right. He has great. He look at these. Look at this. This guy. What? You get a penis arm. He does not have a penis arm. He has a penis on his arm. <clears throat> All right. His arm is a penis. So, I took notes. I condensed the article. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I titled it "Man with Penis on Arm." These are my own words, but I did steal them from an article that Mary sent me on Instagram. <laughs> Those are my own words that I wrote from. <laughs> I mean, I read it and then I retyped it in my own words, so I not it's not plagiarism because I changed some things. <clears throat> All right, so Malcolm McDonald is the man with the penis arm, and he lives in Norfolk, England, and lost his penis due to a severe blood infection. He said back in 2010, his penis just and I quote dropped off onto the floor. Yeah, what? <laughs> After having an infection in his perineum. So. Perineum. Whatever. Perineum. What's that? Like your taint, right? Isn't it like your taint I think area? So. Yeah. So, surgeons then manufactured a new penis using a flap of skin on his arm. They planned to move it down to where it belongs, but were unable to operate due to a lack of oxygen in his blood. So, then they're like, "Hey, Wait it out a little bit while your blood gets more oxygenated and just let this dong hang on your arm. From then, the surgery had been pushed off for six years. <laughs> Listen to the reasons that they had to push this thing off. Scheduling mix-ups? Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be here yesterday. <laughs> Staff shortages and then eventually COVID. How unlucky for this freaking guy. Could you imagine being like, finally, the day is here for me to get this penis off my arm and you show up and they're like, no, dude, you're not scheduled. We have, no, we don't have you in the books anywhere. Like what? <clears throat> so you, I never saw a picture. Did you see an actual picture? Of his no, arm? but there's a documentary that comes, that is coming out about it. So I'm assuming you'll pro- you could probably see it in the documentary. It's all just blurred out. Yeah. I think I would make something to make people want to watch the show. Did you watch the video? No. (laughs) It just blurred out, but he's like cooking and there's just like a dangly dong (laughs) on his arm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So he eventually became used to it and would make jokes about it because what else are you supposed to do? In the new documentary titled The Man with a Penis on His Arm, He recalls helping an elderly woman at the grocery store get something off the top shelf and have the penis fall out of his sleeve and nearly hit her in the head. Could you imagine? Someone grabbing something for you and a penis falls out of their sleeve? Earlier this year, he was finally able to successfully get a surgery scheduled. The operation lasted nine hours. Nerves and blood vessels were taken from his arm and stitched together in the pubic area to establish blood supply to the manufactured penis. He has a functioning urethra so he can pee normally, and they even installed two tubes to allow him to inflate the penis with a hand pump in order to give himself an erection. He said he is super pumped to have sex again, and says he was able to design his dream penis and added an extra two, in- two, two inches 
to his penis, taking it from four inches to six inches, which I think is really embarrassing that the whole world knows that this guy had a four inch penis originally and that his dream penis is six inches. Way to shoot for the stars, bro. They're not like, what is your, we're going to do a fancy dick. What do you want? (laughs) Well, he said he got to make his dream penis. Okay, that's... That was it. My dream penis is gonna be grown on my arm, please. <laughs> I want everyone to see it. So, um, da, 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 da. there was one other, or I'm sorry, another near penis loss happened in March of this year when a New York man's penis turned black and began to rot after he injected cocaine into a vein on his penis. Oh, I actually did see that. The patient refused. I should say I heard about it. I did not. The patient refused to have surgery to cut away at the dying tissue, but after five days of IV antibiotics, he was given a 10-day course of pills, and his penis has clinically improved, but he refused to go to drug rehab and was later lost to follow up, so who knows if he still has a penis or not. (laughs) Who the frick would shoot drugs into their penis? What is wrong with you? Probably... I thought that he thought maybe it would be like Viagra for your dick. Like, you get high and get excited about Coke, maybe your penis will too. (laughs) In my head, that's the only way I could, like, justify doing that. I guess maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're onto something there. But so, yeah, if you're interested in seeing the penis in action, I would hope that they actually show us what it looks like in this documentary. I did not look up where the documentary could be watched, though, so. Yeah, um, that was the man with a penis on his arm. Could you imagine your penis just falling off? That had to be awful. It had to be right. painful. Probably, yeah. There's I no way know. that it just drops off and you're like, well, shit, would you look at that? Would you look at that? Okay, I'm going to send you, I think I found some footage. I don't know if it's verified. Well, I don't want to watch just some random person with a penis on their arm. Well, it looks like it's this guy. Oh my god, I almost sent it to my tenant. Hold on. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be freaking <laughs> hilarious. <sighs> it says your name. It looks like our conversation. I'm so scared to hit send. Oh my god. Okay, I did it. It looks like that would be it. Oh, sorry. I was reading some dumb email. Whoa. That's outrageous. That is not like six inches. Well, maybe that's not it, but that then I can at least visualize like. Okay. Yeah. That's strange. That is strange. <laughs> I just Googled man with a penis arm and went to images <laughs> for everyone else wanting to see what I looking at. I mean, he had it for six years. You'd think he was would take some videos of it, you know? Yeah. But I can't imagine. I mean, that would just be so bananas. Um, so also, so that guy, um, Did you learn anything this week? I just read you a story about a man growing a penis on his arm. I mean, but did you learn? Okay. That's what I, I learned. learned. I learned. I saw a lot of stuff this week, but I actually learned something this week. Until Is this week, I did not your learn. Education, you just feel like, oh, I learned about this guy's penis arm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you a multiple choice question. <laughs> yes, I hate you. How many eyes... Does the common house spider have? Ew. 16, probably. Four, six, or eight. Oh, sorry. I forgot you said it was multiple choice. <laughs> the common house spider? Yeah. Four, six, or eight? I would say four. Okay. What I learned, <laughs> Frazier was at work one day and took a picture, a photo, he took a photo of a spider at work and sent it to me. And... Granted, most of where he works is a gigantic garage. And even inside of the firehouse, it's like still garage-like mm-hmm. where they sleep. This spider had eyes like all over its head. Eight eyes. Yeah. 
and you could see them. Like this is how big this spider was. You could see the eyes looking at the camera. <laughs> all of them? And so, what? I said all of them were like. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> Do you think he sees us? Also, does each eye have its own brain? <laughs> on saturday and they were talking about his shift is him his boss his paramedic and two other um firefighter emts one of whom is a female and she was talking about how she she hates spiders she doesn't like spiders at all and then this spider got brought up and i was like oh the one I was like, ooh, the one with the eyes. <laughs> and they all kind of looked at me. And I think Frazier was embarrassed of me, which I remember me to tell you about our talk. But um, <laughs> he was like, they all have eight eyes. And I was like, all spiders have eight eyes. And I looked it up, and 99% of spiders have eight eyes. I mean, my first guess before your multiple choice was 16, so I thought they had a lot more than eight. But, like, your common house spider? Just, like, What are you referring to? Like a daddy long leg? What? Like a daddy long leg? Or, like... Eight eight eyes. Any... 99% of spiders. There's, like, a rare... I know, but why are you so confused by a common house spider having eight eyes? I mean... Like, I've, I've seen, like, tarantulas, you can see their eyes. But, like, with little spiders, you don't see their eyes. So you I also don't see their buttholes, but they still have buttholes. Well, I just, I don't, I just assume they have two eyes. Just like me. I never thought that they had two eyes. That was never on the table for me. Some of them do. A few, some <clears throat> spiders have two eyes. But I just could not believe 99% of spiders have eight eyes. And I just felt really stupid. What if, like, the other 1% only has one eye? No, there were none that had one eye. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> it said there are a select few that have two, four, or six eyes. So I do have one other thing that I learned this week, um, which kind of ties into our penis abortion, not spider eye talk. Last week, I went to a women empowerment seminar i don't know if i would call that a seminar seminar <laughs> what would that be called like a, a banquet a, like a conference. conference yeah and um a light lunch was served we had some a salad was served <laughs> i said a light lunch i mean i wouldn't call it a just say a salad a salad was served it was del- it was a really good salad which was a bummer because i wanted to like eat more but i couldn't anywho um, so they had some like survivors of sexual abuse talk and like read poems that they wrote. And then they had the, the head speaker person was a woman named Dylan Farrow, who I have never heard of. And, um, the person that I was there with was like, yeah, her, she was, um, sexually assaulted by her dad, who's like that famous producer. And I was like, who the hell are you talking about? And I was like, famous producer? And he's like, yeah, he's like really famous. And he sexually assaulted her. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I feel like you should have briefed me on this before we were walking but into did this. Did you not recognize that her name was Pharaoh? No. Who the hell? Her mom is Mia Farrow. Yeah, I didn't know any of this. I didn't know that Woody Allen molested anybody. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's Woody Allen. <laughs> he is a little creeper. So then, so he she, okay. So listen, no, I know, yeah, she did. Yeah, he did. So, okay, so this, I'm going through this whole thing, and I'm just like, who the fuck, whose dad is this person, you know? So then <clears throat> she comes out and she starts talking and she's like, it was really hard for me to come here today. Like I have horrible, um, what's it called when you like don't want to leave your house? When anxiety. <laughs> well, yeah, she had anxiety and what, agoraphobia? Agoraphobia. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, it took like everything I had to come here today and talk to you guys. And then she started talking about how like all of these famous actors that like talk shit about her and called her a liar and yada 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 and then she said and in the documentary when I decided to let a documentary crew follow me around to like 
document my trial in the docu-series um, Pharaoh v. Allen. And then that's when I was like, Allen? So then I was trying to figure out what famous people with the last name Allen. I obviously eventually found out it was Woody Allen, which I never knew that it was even... I never even knew that this was a thing. How did I not know that? But So the whole conference was just her bashing Hollywood and how they... Constantly just, like, brush stuff under the rug and yada, 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 whatever. So I learned that Woody Allen was a molester. But who did she, like, bash? There was an actress, like a famous actress? Scarlett Johansson and Alec Baldwin were the two main name name drops. And then she was bitching about how she came out with, like, a Time article. And that same year, her dad was awarded, like... I don't know, some crazy Grammy or Emmy or something. And, um, but then, so when I was leaving, you know, everyone's like standing ovation, clapping for her, like, thank you so much for, you know, like pushing your boundaries and coming here and yada, yada, yada. And then the person that brought me there leans to me and he's like, just an FYI, she got paid 25 grand to come here and talk. Isn't that ridiculous? (laughs) That's crazy. I'm sorry. I don't care how freaking gorophobic I was. 25 grand could get me out of my house. <laughs> and to oh. act like it was such a freaking struggle. I was like, come on. Then don't write books and make documentaries about yourself. Not to really different victim shame. In private space of your own home and then having to like actually talk in front of people. She seemed like a natural, but... <laughs> I just thought it was so funny how he leans over and he's like, FYI, she's paid 25 grand to do this. She's a bitch. What am I thanking this person for? She should be thanking me for coming here. (laughs) But yeah, so I learned that Woody Allen's a perv and I did not know that he had married his daughter and yeah. So I want to watch that documentary now. To clarify, he married his adopted daughter. Yes. Yes. They adopted her when she was young. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Even Are you sure they got married when she was like... They're still married 18? now. I know. I know they are. It's crazy. I think I think they have kids together. Ew. Ugh. But everyone's saying that she was a liar because um, why would she be the only one that he like diddled? That's not a defense. Yeah. <laughs> like at all. And it's she was like... like you and did it... one, you diddle all. And she was like, and which I would never would have thought of, but she was like, so then all these famous people are calling seven-year-old me like a liar and saying that they're like, I'm trying to like ruin an innocent man's career and yada, yada, yada. And she was like, so now like watching movies is difficult for me because more often than not, like they randomly pop up in what I'm watching, which like I would never, could you imagine like Scarlett Johansson straight up talking shit about you? As a seven-year-old? No. <laughs> crazy like what is wrong with like people need to realize what they are bashing before they all just open their mouths and share their freaking opinions you know like we're doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but we don't have the same platform as a freaking scar joe sure 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 (laughs) but um so something else i um, watch, did you watch anything new this week? Oh, I watched Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In black and white. And, that's why that's I'm not how proud much of you it. paid attention. Are you first kidding? Of first of all, I don't know how you did not like that movie. I thought that it was so good. It was like a murder whodunit. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. The entire time that we were watching it, Pat and I kept being like, how does Jackie not like this movie? I was enthralled the entire time I was watching it. Also, Frasier, we've had very same opinions on the movie. We both were like, almost didn't even finish it, but I like to finish things through, so. I don't. So do you not like mystery movies? Do you not like movies? I love. And how could you say that it was boring? There was so much action. Like when he's in the dark hallway and he's like fighting those people and it's like, Amazing. And that guy's got that freaking bomb around his neck. 
freaking suspenseful. I like action and stuff, but I just felt like it was terrible acting. I disagree. I did That's not fine. get that. That's fine. It brings me to, we went to a movie theater this week for the first time in like three or four years. I know we went to see a movie in Milwaukee. I think we went to a movie twice when we lived in Milwaukee. So maybe the last time I went to a movie was in 2018. Because Evie was born in 2019. I don't think I went to a movie that year. Well, she was born in November. Yeah, maybe it was 2019. But... um. We saw The Northman. Which I had never even heard of. It, which is like a Viking movie with Eric Northman from True Blood. Alexander Skarsgård. And I wanted to see it. Frasier wanted to see it. He was like, let's go see it. So um, we went to a movie on Tuesdays because it was so great. Just the two of us. It was 11.50 for both of our tickets. Just like, I feel like, aren't movie theaters like $15 a ticket? I think so, yeah. I feel like normally it's like twelve fifty at least per person. So we went at like 3.45 on a Tuesday afternoon. And we're home for Evie's bedtime. So that's why we wanted to do it during the day. And, and I'm sure you got that matinee pricing. The whole, all of Tuesdays. Five fifty or six bucks, but it's still not cheaper during the day. Um, if you go like before two, it's like five dollars, oh. <laughs> and then if you go after, it's six. But ours was eleven fifty. I don't know. So we went and saw Northman. I mean, from the very first thing you see, which is a black raven flying in the sky, I immediately was like overcome with why did we come here? I really was like, this movie's terrible. Immediately. <laughs> why? What do you have against Ravens? I love Ravens. I know, but it was very much do you I know Pat will know, but have you ever seen like do you like Wes Anderson, his movies? Who what name one? Um, like The Life Aquatic or the Royal Tenenbaums, Grand Never seen Pest it. Hotel. Never seen it. I'm going to say no so then. He has a very specific <laughs> style of direction. Like his movies, you can identify. If you've seen one, it's pretty easy to identify. He, like he, Quentin Tarantino? Um, kind of. He's very much more specific. I think has a more honed in style than Tarantino. Because all of his movies, all of Wes Anderson's movies are like watching a play that's what i feel like it's like watching a play so this raven is just sitting is flying and it's not moving and it just immediately reminded me of wes anderson but i knew this was a viking movie so i was just like put off and then i was just like again not good acting so maybe it's I'm having an issue with actors these days. <laughs> but, like, Nicole Kidman was the mom, and her Viking accent was not good. I mean, she, I didn't, I love Nicole Kidman. I didn't think this was a very good role. Ethan Hawke is the dad. He was also awful. And I feel like this was probably a lot nicer for, nicer, maybe more for a male audience because it was like very primal where it's like it's a it's viking like, what do you expect no okay <laughs> there's i like viking shows i'm talking about like this was like okay there's like a voodoo doctor and ethan hawk takes his son alexander skarsgård as a kid because he's like needs to be like blessed as the like new king in case Ethan Hawke dies so it's this like ceremony with just the two of them and then he's like prove to me you're a man and not a wolf and so Ethan Hawke like burps really loud and then he says it to the kid and he just like farts and I'm like is this a fucking joke <laughs> and Ethan Hawke is like 
I smell a man or something. And it's just like, that's like what the it was just like, not funny. But I was like, what the fuck is going on? Did you and then there's like laugh? a lot of like acting like a wolf around a fire, like a lot of men like crawling on all fours and like howling and bark. It was just like not what for me. What did this get? Like what? Like what does the world think of this movie? <laughs> it has a ninety percent on Rotten Tomato. So maybe it's just me. I'm just not into what's happening these days. <laughs> Um, well, it's going down. It's got an 89% on Rotten Tomato now. Sorry, it was 89%. Not and a 64% audience score. So. What's bat? What's the Batman? The Batman. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just, I just couldn't believe how terrible the Northman was. And. So Batman got an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes and an 87% audience score. I'd rather watch the Batman again than this one, but. <laughs> From the sounds of it. Yeah. It, it was a two and a half hours long. It was pretty long. Dark Knight and got an 87% and what a 90. Did? Dark Knight. I'm sorry, The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, that was we. That was with Bane. That was a good one. The Dark Knight got 94 and 94. Let's see what the original Batman got. Did Rotten Tomatoes even... When you even... say original, you mean Michael Keaton. <laughs> yes. He's not the original. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, get over yourself. A 72% and an 84 audience. A bunch of frauds. <laughs> I hate you. But, so the Northman I thought was really bad. Yeah. And um, we also watched, finally watched Spider-Man, the new one that came out, No Way Home. And that was pretty good. I liked that a lot. I like the Marvel movies, though. Um, and spoiler alert, it's everywhere if you Google Spider-Man. I mean, it's impossible to have any things safe from that movie now, but all three Spider-Mans are in it. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Yeah, Holland. how does that work? I told you last time that Marvel opened up a multiverse, like all these timelines. That's how Loki has all these different genders yeah. and like people, whatever he is, anything. So there's different timelines of Spider-Man. So like, that's how they brought back like doc Ock no what i'm movie. asking is what happened oh you haven't seen the movie or you did see it yeah i watched it so what happens that they're all together is what i'm asking i don't care how it all came together are they all fighting and all of a sudden like every spider-man's there and they're like what the fuck are you doing here <laughs> no but like so in the last spider-man with jake gyllenhaal it came out at the end that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. So everybody now knew who Spider-Man was. Mm -hmm. And um, so Peter Parker asked Doctor Strange to do some voodoo and kind of make that part of his life not happen. Like, don't let anybody know it was me. He asked him to, like, Doctor Strange to, like, men in black everybody? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, but he was like, oh, but I need my best friend to remember. I need my girlfriend to remember. I need my aunt to remember. And Dr. Strange was like, getting, losing control of the spell, kind of. So then he's like, shut it down. But there were little cracks in the timelines that opened. So then that's how Doc Ock came in. And that's how Green Lantern came in. So these are villains from the other Spider-Man's timelines. So then everybody just kind of was there and in the end they corrected the so, villain's okay. behavior. I feel like you're misunderstanding my question. No, I'm getting there. In the end, the Spider-Mans work together to get rid of the villains. How? Because you keep rambling about villains. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I and just literally want left. to know the Everybody scene. Left. I just want to know the scene where they all come together. That is all I wanted to know was what that scene was like. Did they all fight one person together? <laughs> no. So have you ever seen Doctor Strange or how he can open like a portal and you can walk through it? No. 
Well, so his friend has Doctor Strange's ring, and he's like, I want to find Peter Parker, and realize he can open a portal, and there's, like, Spider-Man, and he just comes through. That's Andrew Garfield. And then he does it again, <laughs> and then Tobey Maguire walks through, and they're like, where is Tom Holland? <laughs> but Tom Holland just lost Aunt May, so he was, like, crying on a roof. Aww. And then they, like, went to comfort him, and his spidey senses were like, who the fuck are you guys? And all then of their spidey like senses had to be a bro moment when um, they all met. So they don't even fight together. They do. They oh, fight good. together in the end good. to like get all the villains. Cool. Nice. Back. That was all I wanted to know. I didn't care how it happened. I just wanted to know. Sorry, like... I misunderstood. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Got um... a little too deep there. Um. So, sh- do you have anything that you're not proud of, or should I read from the book? How does this work? Which order do we do it in? You, we say not proud of it first, and then we read from the book, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't feel like I have not proud of it. Um, I don't think so. I had a dream I was dating Pete Davidson, and we were in love, and I, like, <laughs> Do you like him? Dream. What? Do you like Pete Davidson? I do. Yeah, me too. Um... My not proud of it, which Jackie already said, was that, which I, Pat and I started it again and I want to finish it because at some point it has to change into black and white. But Pat and I watched Batman and I texted Jackie while we were watching it and I was like, I'm fucking loving this movie, but I did not imagine, I did not envision it all being in black and white. And then the next day she texted me back and was like, the one we watched wasn't in black and white. And I was like, what? So then I, (laughs) so then I Googled you know, the Batman, and I was looking at pictures, we watched the preview, all of which were in color, and I was like, how, because it, Pat and I were even talking while watching the show, like, man, this is giving off, like, real Sin City vibes, like, I did not think oh, that sure. it was gonna be like this, yada, 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 so I, so at some point it either must have gotten, like, super freaking grayscale, but. Yeah, it does go grayscale sometimes. I guess. But- Certainly not the whole movie. Certainly not the whole movie. I mean, I found that out as soon and as I, I hit restart. You were, like, texting, like, kind of talking through it. You're like, I, I think I remember seeing a fire. <laughs> so funny. I could not believe that. I was freaking dying. But, so, I'm, we're going to watch it again at some point. Just to, yeah. See Bernard. Yeah. He didn't bother me. But he never normally does. So, and I agree, it was really weird that Alfred had his own butler. <laughs> Wasn't right? a fan of that. Not really sure. But, but at some no, Alfred never has like a wife, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and now with the six minutes we have remaining, we will live and learn and pass it on. What are you writing over there? Like a novel. I am just writing Sharon and Richard over and over. <laughs> Why? I, I write when I, I make a lot of sales phone calls because I'm in sales. And so when people answer, I immediately write their name down. That's smart. So I can remember it. And um, I made two phone calls today. That's all the Sharon and I Richard. Did. And to Sharon and Richard. It's going to be the and name of this pen, episode. To Sharon and <laughs> this pen I just got at a chamber of commerce meeting yesterday and it's like really jelly. I like how it writes. So I just am writing Sharon and Richard. I thought over. you were like taking notes to like talk about next week. Nope, just writing Sharon and Richard. He said black and white. <laughs> I remember just seeing Sharon a fire. <laughs> All right. I've learned that a woman would rather be complimented about her intelligence than her looks. Age 39. You're so smart. That's situational. I've learned that enthusiasm and success just seem to go together. Age 44. I don't agree. I've learned that my teacher always calls on me the one time I don't know the answer. Age 9. Word. I've learned that most people resist change, and yet it's the only thing that brings progress, age 66. Hmm, how interesting. I've learned that meeting interesting people depends less on where you go than who you are. I'm sorry, depends less on where you go than on who you are. So you can meet interesting people, there's 51 by the way, 
You could meet interesting people anywhere, I'm assuming, if you're interesting. Maybe if you're willing to talk to them. I could agree with that. I've learned that regrets over yesterday and the fear of tomorrow are twin thieves that rob us of the moment, age 29. What 29-year-old talks like that? Twin thieves? Yes. Huh. That rob us of the moment. Yeah. I've learned that you can never have too many smart people in your life, age 48. I've learned that to trap mice, peanut butter works better than cheese, age 36. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Also, did you learn that on Google? <laughs> Probably not. Back then. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably the ones we that put it on. Secrets out. <laughs> I've learned that not to wait. I've learned not to waste time worrying the things I. What? Oh, hold on. Sorry. I've learned not to waste time worrying about the things I can't change. Age 72. God, that was hard for me to say for some reason. Yeah. What are you writing now? Sharon or? What? Yeah. (laughs) I've learned that it's easy to go from the simple life to the fast track, but almost impossible to go the other, to go back the other way. Age 44. Um... I think when you're done with the fast track, it's easy to kind of want it back. That is it. That's all she freaking wrote. If you watched Batman, if you and you also thought that it was in black and white, please let me know. <laughs> if you have something that you're not proud of that you would like to share with us, you can send us a message on Facebook or Instagram, or you can send us an email to NPOI. 247365 at gmail.com. And I forgot, um, Jackie and I, I was talking to her yesterday and I was saying how last week's episode I edited out all of the funny parts where, like, I burped really loud and then Jackie told a story about a burp and, like, she was. Were you coughing or yawning or sneezing? <laughs> what it did just you... came out. I don't know. I was just walking. No, not during the burp. What did you do when you. <laughs> your thumb in your mouth on accident i don't know <laughs> and then at some point last week when we were recording jackie accidentally put her thumb in her mouth and like fish hooked herself um and we were laughing about that and i cut that out so if you would prefer that we leave that weird banter in there let me know otherwise i will continue editing it out as i do um but yeah so thank you for listening jackie thank you for joining me pleasure pleasure's all mine and goodbye Goodbye.